Well, thanks a lot. Um, and it is a more serious note. Uh, so I just wanted to perhaps uh, make more of a statement and an explanation, give more of an explanation than uh, a, uh, what amounts to be a traditional press uh, interaction. Uh, most Americans don't know what happens when we lose one of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, or coast guardsmen in combat. So let me tell you what happens. Uh, their buddies wrap them up in whatever passes as a shroud, puts them on a helicopter as a routine, and sends them home. Uh, their first stop along the way is when they're packed in ice, uh, typically at the, at the airhead, and then they're flown to use a Europe, uh, where they're then packed in ice again and flown to Dover Air Force Base, where Dover takes care of the remains, uh, embalms them, uh, meticulously dresses them in their uniform, with the, rebel, with the medals that they've earned, the emblems of their service, and then puts them on another airplane linked up with a casualty officer escort that takes them home. A very, very good movie to watch if you haven't ever seen it is Taking Chance, uh, where this is done in a movie HBO setting. Chance Phelps was killed under my command right next to me. And it's worth seeing that if you've never seen it. So that's the process. While that's happening, a casualty officer typically goes to the home very early in the morning and waits for the first lights to come on. And then he knocks on the door. Typically the mom and dad will answer, wife. And if there is a wife, this is happening in two different places. If the parents are divorced, three different places. And the casualty officer uh, proceeds to break the heart of a family member and stays with that family until, uh, well, for a long, long time, even after the internment. Uh, so that's what happens. Who are these young men and women? They are the best 1% this country produces. Most of you, as Americans, uh, don't know them. Many of you don't know anyone who knows any one of them. But they are the very best this country produces. And they volunteer to protect our country when there's nothing in our country anymore that seems to suggest that selfless service to the nation is uh, not only appropriate, but required. But that's all right. Um, who writes letters to the families? Typically, the company commander, in my case as a Marine, the company commander, battalion commander, regimental commander, division commander, secretary of defense, typically the service chief, commandant of the Marine Corps, and the president typically writes a letter. Typically, the only phone calls the family receives are the most important phone calls they can imagine, and that is from their buddies. In my case, hours after my son was killed, his friends were calling us from Afghanistan, telling us what a great guy he was. Those are the only phone calls that really matter. And yeah, the, the uh, letters count to a degree, but uh, there's not much that really can take the edge off what a family member is going through. So, um, some presidents have elected to call. All presidents, I believe, have elected to send letters. Um, if you elect to call a family like this, it is about the most difficult thing you could imagine. There's no perfect way to make that phone call. Uh, when I took this job uh, and talked to President uh, uh, Trump about how to do it, my first recommendation was he not do it. 
uh, because it's not the phone call that parents, family members are looking forward to. It's nice to do, in my opinion, in any event. Uh, he asked me about pre pre previous presidents, and I said, I can tell you that President Obama, who uh, was my commander-in-chief when I was on active duty, uh, did not call my family. That was not a criticism. That was just to simply say, I don't believe President Obama called. That's not a negative thing. Uh, I don't believe President Bush called in all cases. Um, I don't believe any president, particularly when the casualty rates are very, very high, that presidents call. But I believe they're all right. So when I gave that explanation to our president three days ago, um, he elected to make phone calls in the case of the four young men who we lost in Niger uh, at the earlier part of this month. But then he said, you know, what? how do you make these calls? Uh, if you're not in the family, if you've never worn the uniform, if you've never been in combat, you can't even imagine how to make that call. Welcome to the Global Recon Podcast. I'm your host, John Hendricks. I'm on with two good friends of mine, Kevin Treader from Warrior Woven and Brian Myers from Razor Black, uh, both former Green Berets who served for a number of years uh, in combat and special operations. Uh, fellas, how's it going? Good, brother. Good, brother. Thanks for having us. Uh, thank you guys for coming back on. Um, now, the reason that we're, we're doing this podcast today uh, normally, I just put out one episode a week, but we're, we're putting this out uh, to discuss this video release by SoftRep showing uh, helmet camp footage that was taken from Green Berets who were killed during an ambush in Niger last year. And um, the, the footage is very graphic. Uh, it was released and edited by ISIS. You know, it is a propaganda video. And what the, the issue is, is that SoftRep then took the video, they, they cut out the last part of it, but they, they still show the majority of it, and put their company logo on it, and they're sharing it. And yes, the video has been up already. It's not like they produced the video, but the issue is, is that SoftRep is comprised of former American Special Operations veterans, and they're sharing this. and. You know, the the guys who were killed in Niger were from 3rd Special Forces Group, uh, three Green Berets and one support guy. And um, this this release from SoftRep has the entire community, like, up in arms over this. I mean, it, you know, it's it's pretty infuriating. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's disappointing, to say the least. Um, it's disgusting and despicable, and, and it's... It's, again, it's just one of those things. It's hard to believe it's actually happening, and this is actually a conversation, right? Just because 
we're less than five months away from uh, the time when we lost these guys, right? Um, wives are pregnant. Children are still mourning. Families are trying to really kind of, you know, grasp the reality of life without their loved ones. And here we have, it's one thing to have the terrorists do what they do. It's almost expected. But to have American former soft soldiers take that same footage that was used for propaganda and training by the Islamic State and flip it as their own um, and deny the requests of the family and friends to take it down. It just, it, it's just hard to really fathom. And I think that for me is the point that's kind of being, being missed in social media and the different forums with all the chatter is, you know, everyone's kind of getting wrapped up about, you know, freedom of press and the first amendment and blah, blah, blah. Dude, at the end of the day, they took a terrorist training video and made it their own and showed more insensitivity to the American soldiers than our enemy did. Exactly. And, you know, looking at the, as soon as the backlash hit, that's when, you know, it was the one thing the video came out. And then it's the second level and third level of arrogance that really just started fueling the fire and the community going against it. And it's just mind blowing. Like Kevin said, uh, you know, that we're having this conversation. Um, it's, you know, you can talk about the freedom of press and all these arguments, but in the same argument, you can argue through your same logic that we should be able to allow to recruit ISIS in America with the same logic. Cause you're, it's literally what you're saying. And it's just mind blowing to me that this, this conversation is being had. Uh, without any real concern on on the end of on the side of soft rep and not actually no concern much less is uh, it's actually the complete opposite is they they support this and I think that people are missing the point we're trying to make like Kevin said yeah you, you see a lot of people on social media I've seen people kind of defending it and saying, oh, you know, the public needs to see this. This is, you know, it's showing the realities of war and, um, you know, this and that. But, you know, I, I just find that crazy. It's like, why do people need to see a video of Americans being ambushed and killed to understand that war is fucking bad? Yeah. You know what I mean? It just No, absolutely. And that's where I'm at, man. You know, if you, I'm getting kind of sick of all the cowboys on social media, to say the least, right? Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> Dude, I knit hats for a living, and, and that should say enough, right, based on my pedigree. Um, but dude, if you, if you want to go see, experience war, fucking enlist. Go serve your fucking country. We're still in fucking war, man, and everyone's talking about bullshit, shadow wars, and blah, blah, blah. Dude, I was in Africa in 1997. We were there years before that, and we're going to be there years to come. It's, it's called foreign internal, de internal defense. We're training our host nation soldiers to go out and do our job. We're force-multiplying. For, force and continuing to push other members of military service organizations into the fight so we don't have to take it all on our, ourselves, right? Again, so if you want to go see what it looks like or what it, what it feels like, step away from the fucking Call of Duty video games and enlist. Go fucking serve. Walk your fucking 40 miles. Become a Delta Force operator if it's so fucking easy. You know what I'm saying? I am so fucking sick of people thinking they have the right to see and feel what we fucking go through on every day and be completely insensitive and disrespectful to the fucking families that are fucking suffering through this. Yeah. And, well, it, it, well, it's and, also the arrogance to assume, I mean, it takes the intellectual capability of a five-year-old to understand the atrocities of war. I mean, what, 
what is there's no justification in this argument. I don't understand it. That it's, it's not even an this. argument. You know, it's, it's just it's, like it was wrong, dude. It was wrong. At the end of the day, it was fucking dead wrong. How many you times know, does the American again, public have to touch the stove to understand that you're going to get burnt? I mean, they, uh, America dude. gets that war's ugly. There's no reason to, to show that video in that argument, in that realm. It's it's completely. I think you're absolutely right. And I think one of the most important things in this whole deal, you know, let alone that uh, some of the guys I saw for are retired Green Berets and they're sharing videos of Green Berets being killed in combat is as veterans and as Americans, we should be protecting Gold Star families, uh, not exp not exposing them to seeing their sons and their brothers and their, their cousins and their nephews being killed. And, and, and make no mistake about it, the families of these soldiers have seen the video. I, I just got off the phone a little, a little while ago with the mother of Jeremiah Johnson, and um, we talked about it. Her name is Debbie Gannon, and she gave me permission to say that they are absolutely disgusted by the release of this video, and they would like Softrep to take it down. And she watched the video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like her son was killed on on video, and she watched it with Softrep's logo on it. Like, that is it's so disgusting to me. And and for them to say that oh well, you know we're showing the reality of war we're we're you know a news organization that that is such a bullshit cop out you know why because that video with their logo is on live leak it's it's all over cbs it's on several major news outlets and when they posted that video they knew exactly what they were doing and it yes. happened exactly as they had planned it and that shit has gone viral and the name Softrep has been, you know, mentioned a bazillion times in the last couple of days, and that's exactly what they wanted to happen, and that's exactly what happened. Well, you know, on on that, I, I've had plenty. I've had well, one. I can't say plenty. I've had uh, one representative. He's not a representative. He works with Softrep. Um, he rebuttaled some of my my messages, saying that it was not monetized. We did not monetize. We're not getting. And it's these half truths and, and yeah. flat out misunderstandings. They're going off the the majority of the populace uh, ignorance of how revenue works on digital digital uh, mediums. And you don't have to make money to, on the click itself, um, right. physically seeing the video, but the traffic to your site has made stuff go through the roof. Of revenue, I don't care what anybody says. And then every one of the dang ads is, or every every video I've seen, a couple of videos of people showing, you know, it's got Jack Murphy's book on there. It's got hmm. all these other sponsors on there. So yes, you are making money. Your your revenue has gone up because of that video. So quit yeah. lying about the yeah. monetization yeah. of the video because it's, it's actually happening. Yeah, and that's what we see kind of happening within the community, right? Through social media is in, and we, we get it right. As small business owners, it's branding, right? You got to get, you have to represent your product in a way that is true and genuine to yourself. Right. And, and all these guys do their product is tragedy and they want to fucking push the tragedy and the tragedy and the tragedy. And again, what it's doing is fucking getting, like Brian said, it's just getting their name out there. Well, again, it's kind of like a fucking train wreck, dude. I mean, I'll, I'm embarrassed to admit, but I watched the fucking flavor of love. I could not step away from that shit. And again, it was just the fucking tragedy of fucking reality TV 
that fucking sucked me in, you know? <laughs> and now these assholes are using the same fucking tactics that were used on us by fucking mainstream media outlets. And they're using it. I mean, again, they're fucking exploiting the fucking death of our own, dude. You know, and there's nothing to be gained from viewing this. There's nothing to be gained from a, you know, a, a deeper perspective to fucking combat or what we go through. Again, if you want to fucking live that fucking go fucking sign up for it, man. Exactly. And that, that brings up the very next argument is uh, the lessons learned. Law enforcement, LEOs, other soldiers can learn from this video. I have not uh, full disclosure. I have not watched the video. I, I refuse to. watch. No, it. neither did I. Dude, I turned it on but for a second just to fucking a lot uh, of people it. that a lot of our brothers that I respect deeply did watch it. And a couple of them from a pure analytical standpoint the, for the justification of this argument. So there is not a tactical lesson learned from the video that is shown. Now, there's plenty of lessons learned on everything that transpired up to the actual incident. The lessons learned on planning, the lesson learned on so many things trans that transpired up to the event. But the video, there's no, it's, it's, it's. Battle Drill 101, uh, so or 7-1, whatever. Uh, I'm screwing that up because I'm pissed off. But uh, <laughs> it changed it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so it, grenades and figure it out. <laughs> but you know, it's it's a reaction. This whole idea that hey, it's lessons learned and and this and that, and people can learn from it. No, you you can also learn from the report that comes out. You don't have to watch the video. You can uh, you can get the information from the lessons learned that's going to come out later on if you actually know. And if you're speaking intelligently on that subject, we produce lessons learned for LEO and uh, combat arms. So be one thing if this was for the teams, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that yeah. argument would fit if, yes, all right, the teams are going through it and, and there was something that great to pull from it for the teams, right? Yes, exactly. But again, this is like, dude, the families, dude, that's what, again, that's yes. what I keep going yes. back to. Most of us keep going back to, I mean, the, the wives, the kids, the moms, the dads, dude. Like, what the it. fuck, man? Then Five months about, after it. You're talking about uh, another one of the arguments was, oh, uh, this isn't sharing an ISIS propaganda video. This is refuting it because the the what the guy said was ISIS portrayed and stated that our men ran like cowards. This is us showing them fighting like heroes. I was like, who are you rebuttaling against? Nobody in America was like, oh, man, I bet ISIS is right. I bet our guys were cowards. Yeah, I have those, yet those to meet anybody that yeah. needed a justification or a rebuttal to right. ISIS's propaganda video. And actually, until now, people weren't even aware there was an ISIS propaganda video. <laughs> I mean, right. Right. Your, your, your justification is invalid. Uh, I mean, I welcome – and it, you can look at my feeds. I, I have addressed people that have, have commented on my feed, on Raise the Black's feed. Uh, tell me why. I, I'm not being rude. I'm not being anything. Tell me why. If you can justify, maybe we can talk. But nobody has been able to come to me and give me a valid justification why the families should come across this video. Be tagged in Instagram and yeah. in feedback on this freaking video. What justification is it for literal these families to literally be tagged in a video that shows their, their kids – their sons or their husbands or whatever dying. There's no justification you can present to me, but yeah. I welcome it. I will sit there and listen to you and talk to you, but and, you're and, not presenting anything. And for, the, I won't. you know, the, the social media people kind of backing, you know, the release of it, defending it, um, you know, for the record, uh, Brian and Kevin have both served, uh, you know, for a number of years in combat with multiple rotations. So you can't use that argument. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, you guys are snowflakes. Uh, I just seen it on social media. Um, 
And it's like, you, you really can't use that argument because of the experience that both of these men have. So this isn't being spoken from the perspective of someone who's so sensitive and, you know, and cuddled and, and scared. You know what I mean? Like, uh, j just, I wanted to get ahead of that because I, I saw it already and I just, I could see people <laughs> trying to do it again. Well, oh, man, John, I, put it this I've way. been called. Yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Sorry. Well, well, like for instance, there's a, there's a couple you know pictures of me from back in the day floating around on 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 social media and the internet, right? Um, and and one of the pictures, dude, it was Sherman's March, man. It was it was three days of just constant assault, assault, assault. I mean, it got to the point where you just stopped keeping track of the numbers because it was you were waiting for fucking karma to come back and hit you in the ass, right? Like. It was just fucking death upon death upon death. We were taking it to them, right? Well, anyways, in that photo, dude, I'm fucking smiling ear to ear. And that's just, honestly, that's my nervous tick in fucking combat. It's fucking creepy. I had this weird laugh. I kind of giggle. You know, it's, it's, it's a nervous reaction, right, to high-stress fucking environments. Well, in the photo, you know, I, I cropped it out, dude. You could see fucking bodies littered from fucking the horizon to the fucking base of my feet, man. Again, and this is what sticks with me as a fucking combat soldier is, that, you know, the, the, the tacky fucking ground from the sticky fucking blood, the fucking smell of fucking powder and fucking flesh and fucking, you know, shit in my fucking nostrils, you know, and, it, and it's just something that is fucking disturbing and disgusting. Now, I didn't post that fucking picture in, in entirety, not because I was worried about repercussions from, you know, fucking people that might have been sensitive to it. It was out of respect for the enemy's fucking families, dude. Because at the end of the day, those fucking dudes that we fucking waxed, man, they were someone's fucking kid. They were someone's fucking husband. And, and these guys, the ones that we were fucking engaged with at that, that, that time, it's easy for the media to fucking label them as terrorists. But all they were were fucking freedom fighters, dude. They were fighting, in their mind, a foreign military occupation of their fucking country, right? And we fucking took it right back to them. And, you know, again, I'm not going to get into our fucking failed fucking foreign policies and fucking shit like that, you know. But at the end of the day, the reason why I didn't fucking the reason why I fucking took the dead out of my photos and that I'll never show fucking our enemy fucking that was killed in action is out of fucking respect for my enemy's fucking families, dude. Well, and the fact crazy. that an American go ahead. Sorry, Kevin. I have to no, I have to jump in here, man. Is what's crazy about you bringing that up, man, is I literally right before all this, uh, a guy posted on the race to black and he said the exact same thing. And my rebuttal to that, because he's like, the enemy has families, too making his point because i had you know you'd have to read the feed but my point back was have you seen me share anything like that right and no, well, he, the american the soldiers point. that have went to jail dude american american soldiers that desecrated our enemies went to fucking prison dude there's honor in this fucking game you know and that's what people can't fucking understand dude again yeah. like yeah uh, no it's no it, i'm not frustrated it's just I, i'm frustrated because of the whole subject man <laughs> well and, and how do you articulate ethos to a fucking a segment of our population that will never fucking get it dude you know what i'm saying that's the problem right here again we're so fucking gone on so many different le levels as our american society to where we can't just sit down and say hey man you know right wrong and different this is fucking wrong you know we can't fucking share mutual fucking, you know, there isn't a decision that needs to be made. Just the acknowledgement that, hey, what if this was your son? You know, what if this was your brother? What if this was your husband? How would you feel right now? And, and the fact that we are lacking such em empathy right. like, is, is extremely disturbing for me. You know what I'm saying? And call me a snowflake or whatever. I give a shit, dude. I'll knit yeah. you a hat. You know what I'm saying? And like that's just exactly it, man, is I, I've literally been called uh, derogatory terms and cowardice. 
for my for my reactions to the video. Uh, I won't go any into anything that I've done. I don't care. Uh, and then I've also, in that same line of thought, I've been called that this is virtue signaling. I'm just trying to call it raise awareness to feel better about myself. And my simple rebuttal of that is I my entire life now is aimed at helping people. So I don't need to virtue signal anything. I, I This is the life I practice. I've learned from my experiences in war that maybe that's not the answer. So I don't need your justification for or virtue signaling to understand the pain that I have in my heart for knowing what the families are going through right now because of this freaking subject. And then you have people that argue like, Oh, the more attention you get, the more fame that they're going to get. And off this, trust me, the following that I have isn't big enough to spike anything over what ABC, CNN and everything that soft rep went after. Right. And see, that's what's being missed now, right? Sorry. My, my my point of, of talking about this is not raising any clicks on that video compared to what they've done. Now it's the time to move forward and say you're wrong. I Do I think that the petition is actually going to get this done? No, but it's to show the people that it, you have no idea the comfort that the family gets every time that that petition clicks up. Yep. Because that's one more person that cares. Do, do we have any grandeur of of them taking this down? No, because they're arrogant assholes. But the family gets to see every time that thing, thing goes up like a clock, just rolling like an index, freaking, they see that that's Americans that care and yeah. get that they're in pain. And and that that's what I told uh, Debbie Gannon, uh, Jeremiah Johnson's mother. He, he was one of the, the guys who were killed. And and I told her, like, we're, we support you and we don't support American veterans sharing enemy propaganda video and that's that's what it is and and i just want to read something that was posted by another family member of jeremiah's and and this is what she wrote i just want to let everyone know if you have not seen the video my brother's helmet cam it's been released and it's the actual video from his helmet no animation it's completely raw and live i had several people message me to warn me about it and i will not be watching it i have talked to my father my father did see the video and he advised me not to watch it. With that being said, I'm going to ask that if you please report it. And she has several people working on getting it taken off Facebook. So if you see it, please report it and please get it taken down. I have a young niece that does not need to be seeing this. She does not need to see her father died like that. It's bad enough. She has to live with everything else. She does not need to see this camera footage. So... I'm asking from our hearts to your heart, from the Johnson family, please, if you see this video, please report it and have it taken down. Thank you from the Johnson family. So this is from the family of the guy whose helmet cam footage you see. And it's bad enough that he was killed in combat and they have to deal with that. Then it's 10 times worse that they have a company of American special operations veterans sharing this stuff and they have to relive that shit all over again from the from the perspective of of him you know what I mean like like yeah. this is it's like I got so angry when I because I, I communicated with her yesterday and when we we're done it just pissed me off even more and I you know I just cannot believe that software has done this and what I will ask my followers to do is to please uh, report that video. And and ask them to take it down and and Brian, um, uh, we we have that petition that's been signed a bunch of times, um, asking them to take it down. 
is, is, do we have the link for that? Uh, do you, do you have that, Brian? Yes, I do. Uh, it's it's on change.org. Um, it's on the social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, even on Twitter now. Um, I don't have the actual terminology in front of me, but uh, I definitely I share it on on all the uh, on the all the medium outlet or media outlets that we have. And I will if you give me one second, I will bring up the actual number of where we're at. And again, the reason this is important, I I don't really expect it to them to take it down. I, I have no expectation of them taking it down because of who they are. But it lets the families know that people care. Uh, here it is. One second. I just can't believe that's not enough, man. You know, again, I know, like, man. I know. Holy shit. Like, what's wrong with them? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're dude, over 15,000. It goes up every second, man. 16,000 and some change right now. Uh, when I got the petition, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, 30. So, you know, like you're saying, Report it. I did some videos yesterday. Uh, and the reason this matters is is far beyond just the families themselves, because and I don't mean that to just take anything about from our conversation. It's their families. Yes, they're in pain. But this lets me know that I, I'm constantly all over the world, as y'all know, trying to better this place as much as I possibly can. I don't want this video if this happens to me, I don't want that video showed. I do not want my daughter, my brothers and sisters, my mother. I don't want anybody seeing this video. I don't want this used and dishonor me. And people say that, yeah, it's honoring the way that they fought. I don't want – just let it be known right now. I do not want that to happen. And I already have – I've already spoken with my lawyers. It's in my will. You will definitely become after it because this is ridiculous that this is a freaking discussion that we're putting these people through more and more and more and more pain for clicks and likes. And I don't give a shit what anybody says from soft rep. That's all this is about. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, and any, for them to say anything else is complete bullshit. And, you know, like I said before, the video is on liveleak.com. Like it's everywhere. Like it's, it's all over the place. It has gone absolutely viral. And even if you don't make money directly off the video, the video going viral with your logo on it and with your names pasted all over it, that benefits your company. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I know this. I, I do this social media thing. I've, I've done it with a company before I created uh, Global Recon. So I know how all of this stuff works. So, like, you, you can't – maybe you can bullshit your followers, but you can't bullshit me. Like, I know how it works. You know what I mean? Exactly, man. And, you know, I got to touch on another subject real quick while we're on this, man, is speaking of the veteran community, you know, I got to say I'm, I'm pretty upset that there are plenty of people out there, veterans, with massive followings that didn't say anything. And I'm not saying that you had to jump on it. You don't have to agree with us by any means. My point being, if you didn't agree with what we're saying, you weren't man or woman enough to step up and, and call us out. You weren't man and woman enough to message us. Because when, when one of my brothers messes up, I look out for him and I say, hey, brother, are you, are you sure your line of thought's right? Nobody reached out. And trust me, I, I spent almost an entire day tagging people or messaging yeah. people or commenting. So you weren't, oh, well, I got so many failures, I didn't even know that. Don't give me that shit. You're well oh, aware of this video, and you didn't say anything. And I have a problem with it. Pro, whether you supported the video being published or not, you didn't say anything. And you didn't have to make a public outcry about it or anything. But you knew who was pushing it or you're aware of some sort 
and you didn't reach out. And is that where we're at in, in, a, in a brotherhood nowadays? Well, and, and again, that's where the, the, the divide's kind of coming from within, you know, and, and it's going to be our demise in the end. There's ideological differences with what we have as far as responsibility goes towards our social media accounts, right? There's folks that are out there that are happy with just kind of pushing a brand and selling trinkets from fucking Alibaba. And there's other guys that put their heart and soul into their work and they create a product or they make the effect change or they're doing something for others. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, you know, like you were saying, like, you know, whatever soft rep might, might have lost $6,000 or 6,000 followers, right? So I'm sure for them that whatever, it's no big deal. They'll fucking flip a couple videos, fucking turn it back on eventually. Who knows? Who cares, right? But for us, dude, it, it's a little bit different because, again, for me, for instance, and I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm right in, in the way I handle it, but, dude, I put my heart on my sleeve. If it comes up, it comes out. I, I maintain a very open and honest dialogue with the people that are kind of hanging out, you know? And what I'm truly trying to establish are networks of friendships. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a very intimate connection that I have established with the, the folks that I have, you know, that that are interested in Warrior Woven. I'm not even going to call them followers because I think that's kind of degrading, you know, because what we are is a is a conglomerate of like-minded individuals. And all I'm doing is fucking sharing a, a perspective gained from a lifetime of fucking, you know, hard knocks. Um, yes. And again, it's, you know, there's there's. And then there's the other side, right? And it's, you know, someone read a fucking internet branding book 101 and, hey, I'm going to buy shit for fucking 10 cents and sell it for $30 and stamp special forces on it, you know? And it's doing our community a huge discredit because, again, we are the guys that believe in quality over quantity. We have an ethos that cannot be reproduced. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we went through, man, and to see guys kind of throw that away for fucking clicks and likes is is disappointing. And I guarantee without, you know, again, without pointing fingers or naming names, individuals chose to remain silent because they're more concerned about their brand than doing what was right. You know, exactly. That's exactly my point, brother. And, and I, you know, I don't care <laughs> anybody that follows me, anybody or supports uh, what we do uh, knows that I don't care if you like me, you do. If you don't, you don't, it's no skin off my back. You do your thing. I'm gonna do mine. Just like my responses on here, you know, it's that's your opinion and you're more than entitled to your opinion and just respect that. You know, I'm going to respect, I'm going to ask you dialogue and I hope that you respond, but I don't care as far as if my number goes up, I, you people, Hey, have you tried doing this for your marketing? Hey, you know what? No, I haven't because I'm not trying to sell Brian. Uh, we do things for raise the black because that, that company directly helps other people. So, yeah, I'm going to promote that. When it comes to me, it's just me. And that's what I love about the brotherhood that we have, Kevin and, and like-minded individuals, is it's just us having some fun trying to trying to make some change in the world, using our life experiences and saying, hey, man, this is what this is what I've learned so far. What did you learn? And there's not that camaraderie anymore. There's, you know, back in the day, the lessons learned in life in general were shared amongst everybody. And nowadays it's it's all about likes and fame, and and we're really kicking everything else to the side, man. Well, but it's it's the perception of fame. You know what I'm saying? Like people yes. think that, hey, I need to wear these shoes and these jeans, and I need to plug this product or that product. But at the end of the day, we all know the fucking truth, and we're all hustling, dude. We're all just trying to get by, you know? And again, not to be honest to yourself and not to be honest to the people around you. I think at the end of the day, I mean, we'll see who's left standing, you know? And again, it's kind of you – know, whatever we're on Instagram, dude, it's a trend, man. It's going to come and go, you know, it, for people to build their entire life model around what Instagram has available 
it's kind of foolish in that sense, dude. Again, not to be looking at the next horizon, not to be looking at the next objective and just being focused on the here and now, they're, they're going to get stuck, dude. And, and again, it's coming quick, man. The changes through technology and through our ability to communicate and connect, dude, it's only a matter of time before the next platform is here, you know? And are you going to fucking respond to it? Or are you going to react to it, you know? And again, it's kind of like, dude, and I, no bullshit aside, man, like, Dude, I just want to fucking kick out a coloring book catalog, man. Scribble a fucking picture of a meanie, send it to me. I'll knit you a fucking hat, man. Because what I don't like is the unnecessary dialogue, dude. I'm all about like fucking communication and and, and open and honest communication. But dude, the 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 vulgarity, the name calling, the fucking poking in the fucking eyes, and and just the bullshit, the email tough guys and the fucking keyboard commandos, dude. It, it's it's getting fucking old, you know. Stop hiding behind the anonymity. Or whatever your fucking handle is and fucking put yourself out there, man. You know, again, like be honest to you, be honest to the people around you and life will be okay. But again, this is, but here's the thing again, and this is going to get a little fucking flaky, right? But dude, like we know that there are algorithm algorithms being written to fucking stir the pot. We know that algorithms are out there to fucking pit people against each other in dialogue and fucking comments through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, right? So why are we going to allow ourselves to be a part of that fucking equation? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we're ones and zeros, dude. And if you could see that fucking code coming at you, step to the fucking side and write your own fucking math problem. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, That's deep, man. And I, I get it. And I, I love that. That's why you're one of my favorite human beings. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you're on that level, man. And it's, it's great, man. I love hearing it. I love these dialogues that we have. And it's just... It, at the end of the day, people forget that. And it's scary. You know, it, it's really scary. And the fact that people that have no clue, and you know, what's funny about people judging and being combat or making these comments and being <laughs> keyboard warriors and all this is, you know, people don't even take the time to, to look at like who you're talking to. Like it's, right, it's right. mind blowing. Like you don't, I at least, at least do me the, the respect of looking at my page and saying, Oh wait, maybe this dude does have something. Maybe he has something I can learn from it because I try to, I haven't always been this way, but nowadays I try to take something away from every interaction and, yeah. uh, there's something to be learned everywhere. I, I think we've lost these principles that, or, you know, it's, you're not, your opinion's not always right. I could definitely be wrong on a lot of this stuff. By no means am I trying to claim that I'm the expert. I'm not trying to sell you an opinion or a tactic or a brand. I'm just Brian talking and Kevin's just Kevin talking, but it, it, we're also open to dialogue, but nobody ever, it's more of a, well, here's my opinion. You're going to listen to it. If you don't like it, I'm going to tell you you're stupid. And it's like, why? Like that's that's insane. I literally learned nothing. For, why are we even talking? And right. I, I, it's part of this whole clickbait freaking bullshit. Uh, let's let's share the video of some brothers dying so we can get some clicks. And oh, the backlash the backlash will be worth it in the end in the in the end game. Right. And and I don't. I mean, maybe I'm just retarded. Or sorry to use that, but maybe I'm just sorry. It's only brain damage, man. I, I don't take yeah. any offense to it. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I hate to maybe I, I just don't get it, but I don't look that Speaking far ahead. Of my I'm brain trying to, damage. Exactly. Sorry. Uh, you know, maybe I'm just living in the in the now and I don't get the long game, but No, but you know, again, I, I think if you are grounded in in, in in decency and truth, man, like you can't go wrong. You know, and again, I'm with you to where like 
dude, you just start cussing me out and calling me a pussy. Like it's not going to go anywhere and it's probably not going to end well. Again, like end well in the sense to where like, I'm going to just delete your comment anyways, you know, cause it's, I feel the tension, you know what I'm saying? Like you can turn on your cell phone, you can turn on your computer and you feel the fucking hate dude, you know? And it's not just on subjects like this. This is just one of many. And that's the sad thing. You know, a lot of people are just waiting for this to go by or fade away so we can worry about the next fucking school shooting or, or whatever, yep. whatever comes down the line, you know, and then we're fucking falling for the fucking trap, man. We're fucking taking it hook, line and sinker. We're not coming together as a community. We are now again. I think what happened was dude, the silent majority is waking the fuck up, man. We're fucking sick of it. You know, again, it, it's, it's the, the first amendment is there to protect you from the government, not from me, you know? Exactly. And, and again, when, when my fucking opinion is based on the fucking sanctity of that family, well, fuck you, man, because you're a pretty fucking awful person if you're going to argue otherwise. You know, if you can't see the damage that this can do to a child, to a wife, to a mother, and fuck you. Yep. Yeah, seriously, like, you know, you, you can, you know, put your, your excuses out for why you guys put it up. But to, you know, you can't do that looking into the eyes of the mother of one of these guys. You can't do that looking into the eyes of the sister of one of these guys or into the eyes of one of the sons or daughters of one of these guys. And that's why we know that you're wrong because you can't do that. You know what I mean? And um, at, at the end of the day, people have their opinions. You, you can, you know, think that we're wrong for having this view and that's fine. But when you look around you and the majority of the special operations community is united in their view that this is wrong, then I think that speaks for itself. And like I said, uh, what I'll do is I'll I'll link the petition to uh, have software uh, remove the video uh, in the podcast notes on the website, and um, I'll throw it up in the uh, the episode description on iTunes. So if anyone listening wants to sign it, you can sign it. Uh, it's on change.org, and like Brian said, maybe they won't take it down no matter how many signatures it gets. But I think it sends a clear message to them and to the families of these guys who were killed that, you know, we don't stand for this kind of thing and we support you and we, we love you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and that's that's what they need to know in, in these tough times. And um, uh, so, again, you know, like I said earlier, uh, Brian and, and Kevin are two uh, former Green Berets served for a number of years. Um, Brian is a part of a, a company called Raise the Black, and they, they do some really awesome things. Um, Brian, Raise the Black is the handle for social media for you guys? Uh, yes, yes. It's uh, Raise the Black on Instagram and Facebook. And Kevin Treader, uh, his company, Warrior Woven, uh, they do some really cool stuff with knitting, and, and um, Kevin kindly sent me uh, <laughs> some, uh, some minis for my, my <laughs> trip into Iceland and um, it was freezing, but those things are really warm. Aren't they? No, yeah. Thanks man. Yeah. What's cool is like um, we've recently teamed up with another dude, like the universe is coming together, right? It's pretty, pretty incredible. It's taking place. Um, so Curtis Parsons and his wife, Nikki, former C three, seven guy, uh, you know, career special forces retired. Dude, they opened up a local yarn shop in Woodland park, Colorado. Nikki's nice, right? <laughs> oh, wow. So, 
all of our material support now is coming from another, not only a veteran-owned company, but a, a special forces-owned knitting shop, right? Um, and then on top of it, I got Curtis to kind of join the Mini Militia. He's knitting w- with us and helping me uh, design our special forces minis uh, coming up. But dude, because of them, we have improved every aspect of our our product. We're That's using awesome. you know 100% superwash merino wool. The colorways are hand dyed yarn. You know, just you can't find this shit anywhere. And again, I'm I'm not even I'm excited, dude. Like not oh, dude. Just it, it, the, the jump on that right there is that's why I get excited, John, is I hear how Kevin is, is just he gets fired up. And then I get to see the people when I, I when I talk to the Iraqis and I'm like, hey, we're coming over. We're knitting. And I do the same thing in Afghanistan. And, you know, there's some key people in the in the administration and in DOD that sees what the potential of, of change. And that's what needs to be presented to people, not yeah, videos right. of people dying. Right. No, we're problem our solvers, way dude. forward of how we could help and yeah. it is, it, what the beauty of what's going on and, I, and i'm sorry to, to take it here uh at the end of this podcast but i, I want the families to know what their their brother and uh their brother's brotherhood is part of it's not this it's not what soft rep did it's guys that take that these lessons and take that love for their brothers and we're taking it forward we're continuing that mission forward and coming up with with legitimate ways to make change in this world and there's so much fire and passion that's being that's growing all over with what we're doing and it's not just overseas it's not just there you know we're working with inner city youth in in on the east coast and for a program that's about to go nationwide to all ties together so i get fired up and the passion's there for what kevin's talking about and the stars are aligning and the family needs to see that this is what soft is all about. This is what the soft community is all about. Not making money off of clicks and revenue off of uh, viral videos that show the, the dark side of things. It's it's time to walk away from that and start being a freaking vir- uh, 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 signal, uh, be a light, just like Martin Luther King said. <laughs> you know, the only thing, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped up, man. But you have to be a beacon of light because that's the only thing that will remove the darkness, brother. I spent 23 years in the United States Marine Corps. I was through two wars. I flew 149 missions. I was in the space program. It wasn't my checkbook, it was my life that was on the line. You know, with me as I went the other day out to a veteran's hospital, Look those men out there with their mangled bodies in the eye and tell them they didn't hold a job. You go with me to any gold star mother and you look her in the eye and you tell her that her son did not hold a job. You go in Arlington National Cemetery where I have more friends than I like to remember and you think about this nation and you tell me that those people didn't have a job. I tell you, Howard Metzenbaum, you should be on your knees every day of your life thanking God that there were some men, some men, who held a job, and they required a dedication to purpose and a love of country and a dedication to duty that was more important than life itself. And their self-sacrifice is what has made this nation possible. I've held a job, Howard. 